pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. I'm so glad you can make it today. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. You probably know what it feels like to be stuck in dirty clothes. Maybe you've been exercising all morning and your gym clothes are drenched in sweat. Or perhaps you were working outside on a home project and now they're caked in dirt and torn up. Or it could be as simple as noticing you've got a stain on your favorite shirt and now you need to change out of it into something clean for the occasion. No matter how dirty it's been though, you know that thought when you get home. I've got to get out of these clothes. Now, through experience, we've learned that there are positive rewards for wearing clean clothes. You know, they're usually devoid of dirt and bacteria, so they're less likely to make you sick. They offer a good impression in social situations, which invites more personal and professional opportunities. But above all else, wearing clean clothes boosts a person's perspective of themselves. Across the board, wearing clean clothes just feels better, especially if you're getting out of dirty clothes in the process. Well, it turns out that an instinct as common as knowing to get out of dirty clothes is a good spiritual teacher because clothing is a symbol of nature in the Bible. But to fully understand the scope of what dirty clothes mean for us, we need to appreciate the positive message of clean clothing. In Revelation 19 verses 6 through 9, we're given a vision of the ecclesia in the kingdom that shows the bride in clean garments. Hallelujah! For the Lord our God the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. Linen is a clothing that's unlike anything else. Even the image of it invokes cleanness and purity, but that righteous garment, if you notice, is not something the bride gets to wear of her own accord. It says it's granted her. In other words, she had to receive permission in order to wear it. The clean garment was imputed to her, and we're reminded that God imputed righteousness unto Abraham because of his faith. But, you know, that's not what it's like naturally. We don't get to wear that white linen naturally. We're not born with it. We're not born with that righteousness. To get an idea of what our attire or our nature is really like, Isaiah 64 verse 6 is the best place to look because it says, We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. This is one of those times where I like reading from the King James because it uses an expression that I'm fond of. All our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Without being cleansed by Christ's blood, all our good efforts are wrapped up in fabric that barely passes for clothing. And imagine how comfortable it would be if you went to a wedding in clothes that you worked out in this morning. Or if you were presented to royalty wearing the same tattered clothes you were doing your yard work in. And I would feel 
completely out of place, like I didn't belong there. But it seems like that's part of the point that God makes in comparing clothes to nature. When you realize you're wearing dirty clothes, you'll feel uncomfortable until you change. And that's how we should feel as disciples waiting to be changed from mortality to immortality. Yes, we should work as hard as we can and make the best use of our weak bodies while we're in them. But as we work towards God's kingdom, we should feel the same discomfort in exposing the workings of the flesh as we do in wearing dirty clothes. And every time we read the word of God or have opportunity to reflect on being made in the likeness of our Lord in the kingdom to come, we should be able to say to ourselves, I've got to get out of these clothes. But like Adam and Eve in the garden, we won't feel the need to find better covering until we've been made aware of our current state. That awareness, it comes from honest self-examination through meditating on God's word and the life of Jesus Christ day and night. While we can't instantly change to a sinless, undying nature today, what we can do is begin taking actions that will result in God graciously destroying these bodies of sin and death. But as we wait for that day, we, we can take comfort in Zechariah's vision of Joshua the priest receiving a change of clothes as a foreshadowing of what we'll undergo if we overcome, if we do not give up. In Zechariah 3, we read this. Now Joshua was standing before the angel clothed with the filthy garments. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, Remove the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, Behold, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with pure vestments. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord was standing by. We can't change our nature on a whim, but we can change our thinking. And if we change our thinking to be like that nature we want to bear, then our behaviors will soon follow. The next time you're stuck in dirty clothes and you're desperate to change out of them, remember that all your brothers and sisters in Christ are in the same place as you spiritually. On a deep, personal level, we all share that discomfort with the sinful nature we carry around, desperate to bear something far better than we've ever known. We're all waiting for that day to have these filthy rags removed from us and to be given clothes, robes cleansed in the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us. But if we want to receive those righteous garments in God's kingdom, we must take seriously the command presented to Zechariah in his vision, and we must do that today in our lives. Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then you shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you the right of access among those who are standing here. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Pause to Consider. If you like this devotion, please share it with your friends in your ecclesia. If you have feedback, I'd love to hear it. You can email me at pause to consider podcast at gmail.com you can also follow the pause to consider facebook and instagram pages and don't forget to subscribe to pause to consider on apple podcasts or your favorite platform 
And above all else, I hope this was helpful for you today. And I pray that God will be with you in the coming week. And until we meet again, whether it be on next week's devotion or in God's kingdom, God bless.